Hello, everybody, and welcome along to the Event Industry News podcast. My name is James Dixon, wishing you a very good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever or wherever you are uh, when you're tuning into today's podcast. The podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Engage, powered by D2I Systems, winner of Best Event Management Platform at the 2017 Event Technology Awards. To learn how Engage can make your business more profitable, visit d2isystems.com forward slash engage and on to today's episode um we're going to be talking about a business called word of mice word of mice is the first and only global influencer community for the mice industry to tell us more about it we welcome word of mice founder mariska kestalu to the show mariska thanks very much for joining the podcast yeah thank you very much for inviting me um good to have you aboard so um yeah word of mice as i said let, let's just run through that uh, that sentence again the first and only global influencer community for the mice industry. Let's hand that over to you now and tell us more about it. Why was it set up and what does it do? Well, first of all, ideas come from frustration. Um, the industry, I always say, we are very good in creating experience for others and making that human connection. But I saw when I was a freelance event planner and I went to IMAX or IBTM or other exhibitions, I didn't saw that experience or that connection coming from, let's say, from the suppliers. So I asked, for example, why should I organize an event um, in your hotel or in your venue or in your destination? And we often, I often got the folder, the flyer, the USB stick, the goodie bags. I said, but that doesn't answer my question. I want to know what what is your unique selling point mm -hmm. what have you done in the past like what kind of events and um and why should i choose for your hotel uh, for the marriott or the hilton instead of for example for accor or nh hotel and, uh, and often i didn't get that related right answer and i said how is it possible that we spend millions of euros on creating great events but you're not able to express let's say to spread the message towards your new clients so I ended up with a goodie bag and, and a USB stick. And of course, you don't look at it afterwards when you come home. So I said, we're living in the 21st century. Things need to change. We, we need to change the way we are, let's say, we are doing our marketing. And as I'm coming from the travel uh, industry where we're working for 10 years, and I said, there's so many bloggers and vloggers out there who tell you great stories, who make um blogs and vlogs about your about your service about your product why you are standing out of the market i said if we can do something similar but influencers and i prefer to word to the use the word experts mm -hmm. people who have the background and knowledge of our industry so know what a dmc dmo rfp stands for and let them spread the message why your hotel is unique why is that destination unique for incentives or conferences so I came up with the idea and I started at the end of uh, 2016 to create a global community and to make that connection between suppliers and influencers. And, and how long was the process of being able to source and track down these influences before you were in a position where you had enough of them to be able to actually offer that as a service? 
Well, um, well, that's a very good question, but it's actually an ongoing, ongoing process. So, in I, so I give a lot of presentations, um, let's say, all around the world. So it's an ongoing process mm -hmm. because I think there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of freelance event planners out there who might have the right profile, or people who are still working, um, let's say, for as an employee, but thinking of going on their own, but have a lot of followers and have a sort of authority are actually already an influencer. So it's an ongoing process of searching people. So, um, and of course we have created a community, but if we receive a request from a client, we also go beyond that community. So it's an ongoing daily process of searching for people to let our community grow. And, and what sort of, um, I suppose, experience and subject matter would these influencers be, be writing about? And how does their own um, knowledge and expertise then assist the event planners, the event organisers in, in, in the objectives and the goals that they're looking to achieve? Um, well, perhaps I should go first towards the, let's say, the process. First of all, we look yeah. into the goals of, our, goals of our clients. What do they want to achieve with a certain campaign? Um, and first of all, say, of course, it's, a, it's, a, it's part of your strategy. It's part of your marketing plan. So, for example, if you have a destination and there's a new airline coming towards your destination and you said, I've always focused, let's say, on the Dutch market and I now have a new airline coming from, from London, I need to focus more on the UK. So then it's logical that we search from an influencer from the UK and as a destination perhaps is a score business is incentives we're looking for someone with a background in incentives based in london or based in uk and who have that audience mm. so um so it all depends on the briefing and brain let's say the briefing we call it a quick scan that we do with the client to get all that data sort it out and say okay what's your current audience but what's the audience that you want to attract um what what are your countries who's your current target audience do you have any let's say um plans for the future are you going to refurbish your rooms um like i said there's new airline coming towards your destination and with all that data we are going to make the match with uh, with the influencer so it's a let's say it's a quite of a long process and uh, intensive process to first have all the data of the client and then to make the right match with the, with the influencer so that person knows all about incentives and can um, and can be also part of the campaign because we ask their input and their knowledge to say, hey, for example, we have here Aruba wants to focus now on the UK market mm -hmm. and say, um, what have you done as an influencer to spread already your message? Um, your audience is more on LinkedIn or more on Facebook. How can we create a campaign together to to spread that message within and to reach that right audience? Uh, when you find the right influencers to to assist you with any given campaign, yeah. what's the incentive for them? Is it a financial incentive? Is it one of increasing their own audience share, or is it, is it a straightforward business um, agreement? Well, also a very good question because a lot of people are curious: Do they, people get paid, or how much money do they get? Do they, do they get ten thousand euros for Instagram post? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I, no, that's not yet. Um, perhaps it's coming, not yet in our business. Um, if you look towards the campaigns that we do, there is first of all a thorough research needed. So um, perhaps the destination, I would say, is totally new or the service is new, but you need to have a background information as an influencer. So they do their research upfront, they write uh, content planning, they give the input for the campaign. So that's already perhaps two days of work. 
And if the campaign starts, so the campaign usually takes for at least six months, sometimes even longer, so it can be a year. Mm -hmm. And it sometimes asks between one or two days a week work. So if they need a blog, if they need to have a certain amount of tweets, and perhaps they need to make a video, they need to visit a destination. Um, also perhaps to follow not only the client, but perhaps also its competitors to follow up other trends and developments, which are, for example, related with Aruba. Um, or related with the client. Mm -hmm. So it's a thorough research that they're doing and therefore we say, okay, this job is paid like any other. So like, like our job is paid as well. Sure. So, um, and of course there is, should be an interest as well for the influencer because otherwise we wouldn't choose him or her to get involved in their campaign. So hopefully their number of followers will grow and they will set a tone by being creative or by standing out of the market. So it should be a win-win-win for all parties, but yes, these people get paid and um, like an event planner gets paid to do their job on an event or like any other supplier. But for some people, some clients, I have lots of discussions with them and they say, oh, do I need to get paid? Do I need to pay for them? I said, yes, because <laughs> if you work two days a week for six months, you cannot expect to do them for free, I said. If you have problem with your teeth, you go to a dentist and you don't go to your neighbor to solve the problem. I said, <laughs> if you want an expert, you need to pay for an expert. So that's, uh, so I hopefully this discussion will end soon one day. Absolutely. And, when, and, and, and I'm curious to really sort of identify what yeah. we mean by influencers and putting in, in, in a way that our listeners and our, and our watchers can really understand. Um, are we talking about people who may not necessarily work directly in the events industry, but for whatever reason, maybe have um, a very big Instagram following or uh, have a, a significantly followed mm -hmm. YouTube channel? People who have a really significant social media presence that you then utilize with a brief perhaps and with a, an idea of what sort of content you're looking for and they will actually go out to, to speak you know to, to look at these locations to to talk positively about them to post about them yes um first of all it's um these influencers like we call them experts so they need to have working experience of at least three to five years to be involved as an influencer because mm -hmm. if you don't have that working experience and background you're not let's say an authority you're not an influencer the right fit for us the yeah. second thing is there are micro influencers so it's not about the number of followers but um it's about the quantity so um and i think that's very important because a lot of clients are asking how many followers does this influencers have but you can have an influencer like beyonce who has perhaps 10 million followers but perhaps only one or two persons are interested from that entire group. So these people are micro-influencers and have perhaps only 1,500 followers. But if this group, more than 1,000 people, is interested for you and you haven't been in touch with them, then this influencer is the right fit. So I always say uh, quality above quantity. And that's hopefully also something people will realize because it's much more, it's always better that someone else says that you're good or that your service is good or that's the right destination for your next event. Mm. Then you have to say it yourself as, as, a, as a sales manager or as being uh, the owner of your company yourself. Um. Since when you originally came up with the concept and, and the idea uh, for this particular service, mm -hmm. have you been able to deliver it 
exactly as you originally thought you would deliver it or has it has it changed quite drastic or dramatically for, from your original ideas to how it actually um it, it is seen now in today's mm-hmm. world well very good question challenging question no i'm not at the path where i where i <laughs> want to be but i think that's uh, typically the the path of every entrepreneur um, first of all, as you know, we are not working in an industry which are which is which are early adapters. Mm. So there are, let's say, a lot of clients who are interested in our services, but they're still watching and observing what I'm doing because they're waiting, they're curious to wait for the first results. So um, and it is very difficult as a startup to get those first clients who are trustworthy and to get to let's say to get ongoing. So, um, so therefore, I'm always eager to, to work with clients who say, okay, I see it at a value. I see how can I spread my message in an authentic, fun, and creative way. Mm. So, um, so I'm not there yet. No, I think I still have a couple of, <laughs> a couple of years to, to achieve uh, where I want to be. But, um, but let's say I, after now working, let's say, just a little bit more than a year, I'm already very uh, grateful that, uh, let's say, there have been a lot of great presentation, a lot of interest from clients. So there is a lot of interest, but the point of being interested and making the decision um, and uh, set up the campaign, that's also an entire, sometimes a decision-making process of six months um, before clients start. And as you know, we work with yearly budgets. So people are interested now, but say, yeah, it will be for 2019. I had to wait another eight months to start with the campaign. So, no, I'm not there yet, but I hope um, 2019 will be the year when I can say, okay, I've done now a great number of projects, which I can look back and say, these are also really representative for the, for the, for the industry. Mm. And that I can, with those outcome of these projects, let's say, get other and bigger clients involved. We're um, we're talking on today's podcast to uh, Mariska Kestelou. Mariska is the founder of Word of Mice, and we're talking about utilizing um, influences uh, and and experts who have a significant following of their own, either through social media or through other channels, um, a, a, as a means to help promote um, venues, destinations, um, and provide that as a service to event organizers. Um, you mentioned something in the last section there about uh, results and you have people from the industry who are keenly waiting on results coming in to be able to look at that as a company how will you actually demonstrate and provide data or results to people to Mm -hmm. show the success of this particular service of course yeah that's very important because i said that's the that's also the reason why I started with my company to to show the results because if you're doing offline marketing you don't know how many people saw your message mm. or um, let's say, or, okay, now you can measure also how many people visit your booth. I said, those details are very important. So we use platforms to show the results, to show the number of, let's say, the number of likes, the number of retweets, the comments that you have, the, mm. but more important is also the, the engagement, um, which post has got more followers, which had a better fit, which topic has read more, mm. but also interesting who has read your blog and who has read the video or seen the video. 
And are these really your target audience or perhaps it's also read by another audience? So this data is really important. So therefore, um, and also for the client's understanding is that is, although you use a platform, there's a lot of manual work to get all this data sorted out and to, to present it in a report. And therefore we are working in a B2B sector and not in the B2C. So it takes time before your message reaches the right audience, unless you have, of course, an amazing uh, idea or very, are you standing out from the market and you're using creativity and fun to really reach um, your target audience. But not every client, depending, of course, if it's a convention bureau or destination or a city or a hotel, depending, of course, on your, on your policy or of the company so um, so the data is key i think to um, especially for commercial companies to let's say to to keep track of what's going on not only from your own service or product but also from your competitor on on the subject of data um, we've done some episodes of the podcast uh, that our, our viewers and our watchers may or may, or may not have seen um, when this particular episode is broadcast on mm -hmm. the subject of GDPR, um, new, new regulations that are coming to effect on the 25th of May this yes. year. Um, uh, I've had uh, some brief um, experience um, in working with some of my own clients um, with their own data and uh, going through the process of re-verification. So getting everybody who is currently on your database to make sure that they are re-opting in and, and are absolutely yes. uh, certified on there. Um, and so far, the clients I've worked with, there's been, I would say, a minority of people who have actually responded to those yes. prompts and, and replied back. <laughs> now, based on that, I'm curious to ask you, is there... Uh, with this GDPR regulation coming in and people perhaps not being able to email market as successfully as they were in the past because of the reduced amount of data that they have, mm -hmm. do you think utilizing experts and influences via their own social media networks is going to be somewhere that, that will actually benefit from these new laws coming in? Well, this could be, uh, if people use it in the right way, this could be a huge advantage also to, I won't say to avoid the GDPR, but like you said, the influencers, um, you're using the network of the influencers, so the data is not owned by, and neither by us, neither by, by the company. Of course, you can use the content of the blogs and the tweets, but um, this is a very great way to, let's say, I won't say to avoid the rules and regulation of, of, GDP, of GDPR and to communicate in a direct and, and, and let's say, in a direct and uh, straightforward sure. way. Sorry. Uh, no, no, I, I, the way, the way I, I see it and the reason I ask that question is, is very simple. It's because people who choose to follow somebody on any social media platform or LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be, that person is choosing to yeah. follow that person, yeah. which is a very, very different um, uh, train in terms of direction to, to somebody actively emailing somebody using their personal information. So, um, I, you know, my first instinct is, is that this has the potential to, to open up new doors if people are seeing a massive reduction in data um, as a result of these, these new regulations. Of course, of course. And also, like I said, um, 
and also not let's say to avoid gdpr but also to use the real power of an influencer um, and to use his or her authenticity and knowledge and experience and mm -hmm. to say that your service or your product is great that's always better than than you have to say yourself because it's much more trustworthy so it's actually using the word of mouth but using the new challenge uh, channels social media channels to spread your mm -hmm. to spread your message so um so i hope with um because gdpr there's also a lot of unknown and uncertainty and i know a lot of companies are still struggling to get all the data in place so mm -hmm. i hopefully that influencer marketing will will give a new perspective on mm -hmm. mostly to avoid of course gdpr but perhaps to to get the message out and to sure. put the spotlights on your company or your service in the market Mm, absolutely um like many forms of marketing um they translate from business to business and from industry to industry mm -hmm. um has the the service and the process that you have created and offered for the event industry have we seen examples of the same type of thing being done in other industries where they've used experts and influences and their own social media followings to actually deliver results for for marketing in other industries um, well, I think our first of all, our sector is quite unique in the, in that sense. Uh, we've always been um, how you, I translate it literally strange duck in the water, <laughs> and comparing to other industries. Um, of course, I'm following also influencer marketing and in other in other industries, mm. um, but my focus is really on the mice. Let's say on the mice industry. And um, and as we are working B two B, so ninety five percent of all the campaigns that are going on are on the B two C market. So it's let's say I first of all I don't like to compare with with others because every approach, every campaign is different. And um, but I think we in our sector, I always say we come in the most amazing places. We are invited for openings of hotels parties we get the most luxury food as an event planner you get the best rooms you get the best service so I think we have um, more perhaps more than in other sectors more content and more unique ways to show these um, items in a campaign and then in other sectors where you're selling perhaps just a machine or um, mm. or perhaps a boring product we are selling unique experiences so we have a lot of i mean if we if we could use it to the full potential which is my dream i mean the the options and the possibilities are are endless and i hope that people also see the creativity and the options that are that they're out there just a lot of people don't dare to use uh, an influencer and that he or she is writing in his or her own words because that's the that what's a lot of people is blocking to work with influencers to give them the freedom to write about your product or service they always want to have the sort of control freak and checking what's been written about your product or service but um, but I think it would be great if we can give the freedom towards the influencers and and use the creativity and also fun um, towards the maximum, then we can stand out from all the other sectors. Sure. I'm looking, uh, if you head over to um, Mariska's uh, website, which is wordofmice.com, you'll find on there um, quite an easy uh, to follow guide, a, a six-step process that you have on your website um, uh, that, that 
essentially gives people a very clear overview yes. of, of, of what it is you do. Um, number one being analysis. Now, number two in that process is scouting and selection. And I know you, you, you've touched on this briefly, but um, uh, if, if I could just read directly from the yeah. website, scouting and selection, casting a wide net and searching our database for beloved personalities and thought leaders of today's social media platforms based on the requirements of the customer. Now, when it comes to those requirements, I know it's a ruthless question to ask, but ultimately your client will set a budget for a campaign. So you may find that certain influences and certain people would be fantastic because of their own audiences, but is there a scenario where that person could be somebody who's quite famous or who would demand quite a lot of money in order to access their own influence and you have to meet halfway you have to find people who have the right reach but mm -hmm. also fit the requirements budgetary wise of your own client yeah yeah that's a good question yeah it's a challenge to find uh, to find let's say first of all the, the right influencer and the right match and the first thing is of course it's um a lot of, or well, say a lot of, but it depends also, of course, on the budget. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people underestimate that is, uh, if, for example, you have a campaign of six months and that influencer is working for two days a week for six months in a row, and it's just the salary of the influencer. And then also, we as an agency also need to get paid to mm. get the contracts, to check if the influencers are doing their job, and let's say to get all the data in and to write reports and etc. Yeah. So it is challenging to find an influencer, of course, who fits in the who fits in that budget. But there is a two-way communication, so therefore, it's good to create that community and have already that that relationship with the influencer and say, okay, we have a client, but he's on he's or he is on a tight budget. But if that's really an added value of the influencer, and said, okay, I'm perhaps prepared to lower my price because I see the added value for myself as well which could be which could be an interesting or if that person is too expensive um yeah then it's up to the client either if they really want to have that person involved to come to an agreement and say okay perhaps we can find somewhere uh, somewhere in the middle but my uh let's say and that's also my challenge and therefore i started uh, my company is because as a freelancer, you know that the salaries are not that high in our industry. Mm. So I'm really fighting also for the influencers because a lot of people underestimate the amount of work that's involved to write a good blog, and type good tweets to get engaged and to get um, followers and to build up that audience. So therefore I said, if an influencer asks this amount of money, I'm not going to discuss because that's the value. And I hope that the clients see the added value as well. So some people are a bit shocked if they see the price. Mm. And I say, yeah, but, um, and it's not that I'm uh, driving in a Porsche. I said, but this is the, this is the, the money that the influencers are asking to get involved and, and to get all the work done, the scouting selection, contracting, reporting, etc., etc. So it's it's a really time consuming process and therefore it's important that clients that know because yeah, how more time involved, how higher the price, of course. And you we we've discussed the the um data side of things and provided the results back to potential clients uh, or to, to to clients who've who've utilized your service but also to potential clients who want to uh, see how successful yeah. the campaigns can be that said 
the very nature of the service that you are offering and providing for clients mm -hmm. means that uh, you will be able to search and put them point them in the direction of some of the social media feeds operated by your influencers. So there will be evidence that people can log in to various different platforms, presumably, and see. So they could go onto YouTube and see videos. They could go on Instagram and see posts from certain people. Um, do, is that content available already? Have you, have you got reference to, to some of the stuff that you've already worked on? Well, we are working on several campaigns, but like I said before, the clients confirm and before you um, before you're working on. So um, so we're working on different campaigns, but they haven't finished yet. So we're still mm -hmm. waiting on the on the final on the final data, um, which is taking me much longer than mm -hmm. uh, than expected because I thought I already have a lot of projects. Um, but yeah, you have to be patient. Like I said, if you're offering a new service in. Um, in a, in a dinosaur's market, if I may say that as a Dutch lady, be straightforward. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have to have more patience to get the right data out. But um, and a lot of people are waiting impatient for for their data. But I said, why would you wait for all the data? I mean, you know that influencer marketing is working. It's already using. Uh, in the US, uh, it's already an integrated part of their strategy. So we know that it's working. So um, it's just, oh, you can wait for the results. For example, we're working now with Flanders uh, in Belgium. Mm -hmm. But is that data also representative for your company? I mean, um, uh, a hotel is not the same as a convention bureau. Sure. And we have so many ty different types of clients. So if we want to have all the data, then we should do representative at least 50 campaigns for all different kinds of company which make it representative. And I hope <laughs> clients won't wait until we have done 50, uh, 50 campaigns. I hope people have um, also the trust, but also to be that early adapter and to stand out from the market because now you have the luck that the influ influencers don't ask as much as um, the celebrities. And um, it's still, let's say, price worthy to start now and not to wait until two or three years where you will pay perhaps a double or the triple for the amount of influence. And so it's more interesting to jump on it now. Absolutely. I would say. <laughs> As we um, as we approach the end of uh, of today's episode, um, but before we get to that point, let's make sure that people can get in contact with you if they would like to to discuss this or, uh, and they've got an interest in this particular area. Um, I've already mentioned that your website is wordofmice.com, but uh, right. how would people get in touch with you if they uh, if they wanted to reach out? I mean, of course, yeah, I'm active on all social media channels, so I have either and my private accounts. Um, and of course, all the word of mice accounts. So we're active on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and Facebook, of course. So all you can find is to click in word of mice, um, or you can click on my personal name, Mariska Castelo, and uh, you will find me. Or you can just send out directly an email to mariska at wordofmice.com, and I will reply you as soon as possible. There we go, everybody. We, we've been talking to, uh, with, uh, with Mariska today about the utilization of experts and influences um, and uh, accessing their own, I suppose, social media feeds and their own networks in order to enhance the, uh, the marketing campaigns to help venues, to help destinations, to help with all sorts of, um, of different elements of, um, of marketing within the events industry. Um, don't forget that you can stay up to date with all of the latest content from eventindustrynews.com and uh, you can also follow us through our own social media platforms. Just search for 
event industry news or on twitter is at event news blog um the podcast our sponsor and a huge thanks always to our sponsors um is brought to you by engage powered by d2i systems winner of best event management platform at the 2017 event technology awards to learn how engage can make your business more profitable visit d2isystems.com forward slash engage and as always on the podcast our final thanks always goes to our guest on the uh, on the episode today it's been founder of word of mice mariska kestelou mariska thank you very much for joining the podcast today thank you very much for the invitation no problem and we'll uh, we'll see you again and hopefully next time we speak to you on the podcast we'll uh, we'll have some updates and we'll have some um data and we'll have some real life case studies and examples to see uh, and, and track the success of uh, of, of your uh, your particular service thanks very much for watching the podcast and listening to the podcast guys and we will see you on the next episode goodbye mm-hmm.